time for another edition of Singles Only Podcast. My name is Paul Farbar. On this episode, we have energy worker Lizzie Cutler, also riding shotgun, the voice of reason, Patty Vasquez from WGN Radio. If you haven't already, please subscribe to our podcast wherever you podcast and review the other episodes that you've liked and even the ones you didn't like. Let us know what we're doing wrong, but please mostly review us with positive stuff. Check out our sponsors. All right. You've heard me talk about him before. And uh, if you are new to the podcast, you must know about my friend Scott Shapiro. Uh, If you have been injured on the job and need compensation, you may be entitled to payment for not only your medical treatment, but pay while you're off work and other compensation as well. My dear friend, attorney Scott Shapiro has been helping injured workers for 20 years here in Chicago. Contact him at 312-648-8800 or email him at scott at scottshapirolegal.com. His law office is a full-service law firm, and in addition to workers' compensation cases and work injuries, the law office can handle any and all of your legal needs, including entertainment law. All consultations are initially free of charge, so do not take a chance and wait. Call him. 312-648-8800 or check out his website at scottshapirolegal.com. Let him know we sent you. I want to welcome my new sponsor, Sarah Jane Chicago, Chicago's premier women's clothing boutique specializing in unique items for women. Sarah Jane carries newer designers and merchandise you won't find elsewhere and also has all kinds of cool events, parties, wine tastings, and fashion shows. With amazing gift items in every price point and size, Sarah Jane makes everyone who comes to Sarah Jane feel awesome. Sarah Jane, located at 1343 North Wells Street in Old Town, Chicago, or online at www.shopsarahjane.com, or on Instagram and Twitter at Sarah Jane Chicago. Call them, 312-335-1962 today. Tell them you're a singles-only listener and get a 15% discount. What? Yep, that's www.shopsarahjane.com at 1343 North Wells in the heart of Old Town, right next to Small Cheval. Singles-only time. Paul Farver here. Hey, Patty. Hi, Paul. How are you doing? Patty Vasquez joining me as a voice of reason. Thank you so much for keeping us in line on all these episodes over hundreds of episodes. I don't know how much in line. I I tend to be fascinated and uh, confused by so many things that happen on dates these days. Well, I think... Make um, me feel like an old lady. Well, we like to keep you here because when you're not here, mm-hmm. I've noticed that the episodes run long and then it's just a shit show of people talking shit about marriage and stuff. <laughs> okay, fine. So that's why you're here. All right, fair enough. Um, I don't think that's going to happen today, but we'll no. find out. We have uh, energy worker uh, Lizzie Cutler. Hey, Lizzie. Hi, so great to be here, guys. Thanks for Hello. doing this episode uh, of podcast, of Singles Only. We, I've been, I know we've been trying to get you on. Yeah, I'm excited. So you are single. I am single. How is that possible? I am, that's sweet. Um, I'm, I was divorced. So I was married and divorced, divorced at, I think, 33 or 34 ish. Mm -hmm. And I've been just kind of running around Chicago, trying to find my person running around Chicago, you know, bombing around, seeing, trying the dating apps, doing the setups, you know, when you first get divorced, everyone's got someone. Of course. So that's always a fun period of like, I have your next husband. You go out and you're like, wow, that's, that's what you see me with. 
Interesting. How long? How long have you? How long were you married? I was married for about five years, maybe okay. six years. And I'm, it's kind of fun that I don't remember that number anymore. It's good. I'm just thinking that. Yeah. yeah. Just letting it go. It's like enough in the past now. It's not, it's good. You're not defined by the time period. No. Mm-mm. No. And it was a good relationship. It was a fine marriage. It just wasn't the right marriage. And kind of looking for like that ride or die soul love kind of person. Sure. That's fair. You want to get married again? I do. I loved being married. Why I is that? I loved like... I loved having my person. I loved, it wasn't even necessarily the piece of paper. I mean, I loved the hardware as well. Not going to lie. Um, but I loved having a person. I loved, what are we going to do tonight? And what do you want to do for this holiday? And should we get out of town? And just the weeness of it all was Wow, fun. she really articulates that. She should be your voice of reason, even though she's divorced. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I feel I'm an expert of the single world because I've been married and divorced. I chose to be single again. That's true. So, you know, yeah. there's some choice involved here. But the, but the fact that you, how long have you been divorced for? It has been, it was finalized in uh, 14, but we really like broke up in 13. Okay. So, so it's been a while. So yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, when you first got uh, divorced, did you see yourself, even then you're like, I, you wanted the institution of marriage again in your life? Yeah, not so much necessarily the institution of marriage. I always saw that as happening. I think just because of the programming that we have. Of course. But more of like, all right, where's my person? Right, the relationship. Where's my partner? The intimacy of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the partnership of it. Like the, hold my hand. That part of it. I oh, love in public? That. Everywhere. <laughs> what, why is that so surprising? I don't hold, hold hands. In you don't hold really hands? ever. Uh, no, it, actually, that's been a cause of a breakup in my life. Uh, and like, if I reached over and held your hand, what would you do? I mean, I can do it when it's like uh, in this situation. But I can like, do it I, if I'm doing. <laughs> if I'm in a relationship with somebody, table. it's just really. I don't like public displays of affection huh. at all. It makes me really uncomfortable. Yeah, it's to this day. And do women try to push past that? No, we like had aggressively? A, so I was uh, I was dating somebody and uh, I was tra- she was trying to reward me for positive reinforcement to see how long I could hold hands in public, mm-hmm. and so I would like hold hands and I would like try to I'm very competitive so I'd like I'm like <laughs> well yesterday I did it for two minutes straight so like I would keep doing it and it, and it, I got better at it for a little bit but you never enjoyed person. it but I didn't enjoy it none of the mm-hmm. none of the, it never the comfort level never happened. What is it about it that bugs you? Is it that other people are looking? Um, yeah, I think that's part of it. I don't know. Does I've, it feel controlling? Like mm, someone saying, this is mine? No, I think it's, I think question. it's just the, it's like the, not shame, but just like people are watching. Mm. I don't like that. It, or making out in public too. Even well, when that, I was like, I, a, I, I don't want to be like, oh, no. yeah. college or, uh, even on New Year's, I get uncomfortable. Like if I actually, I never have a, someone to kiss at New Year's, um, but I did one year and I was like, oh, let, let's just get it over with like really quick. Get it over and with. Get in a corner. That's and exactly then, how every girl wants to start her <laughs> even year. Even though everybody, <laughs> I mean, I get didn't say those with. things out loud, but she knew I was thinking it. But, um, but even though everybody was around was kissing, I was just like, it's still uncomfortable for me. Huh. Hmm. Right. Fair enough. Yeah, which is interesting because you're both at the opposite ends. So you, yeah, you like the you're weeness of marriage, and, and you yeah. don't even like. Well, you don't like the weakness in public. I I'm think not it, saying I need to walk around at all times holding someone's no. hand. I just <laughs> no, enjoy the like the possibility reach over. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. The access. To, I, I mean, I hold my niece's hands, and like I like that because you like don't want to run out into traffic. Right. Well, how even, old is she? she? Well, I have a I have a ten year old niece, and then I have a going to be four years old. Uh, and the ten year old. You'll hold her hand? Yeah, That's I love cute it. that she'll still hold your hand. That's yeah. probably a really cute it, picture. Yeah. 
Oh, there's they're on Instagram. Follow me on Instagram. Uh, there's some good ones. Um, but yeah, I I I think I find it interesting because most people that uh, I've met who've been divorced are not sold on getting married again. I, I don't know. Yeah. So I don't necessarily. Again, I don't feel like I need the paper. Right. I don't need the government involved in it necessarily. Sure. But I always sort of saw that person, that partner, that. Like, and I actually had a fantasy recently of someone just having the condo next to mine. Oh, right. Where it's like together, but we're together, but like I have my kitchen and I have my bathroom and you do whatever you want on your side. And like, we can sleep together in one bedroom and then like I get to go to my bed and sleep away. Yeah. Just put a door in between, like like in hotels where you have like the connecting rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's kind of sounds amazing to me. Have you always been uh before you got how long were you with the person you were married with before you got married we were together for a couple years before okay and when you were uh were you like a serial monogamous did you have long-term relationships all your life yeah have you had another uh relationship after your marriage has lasted okay no and that kind of trips me up as like a a divorcee of like uh uh-oh did something scar me did something go wrong and as i look back on the years that i've been single post-divorce it really has been all about what do I actually want and what do I actually believe in in relationships and what's going to work for me and what's not. And I was sort of the girl that always fell into, I'm going to mold myself into whoever you want me to be. And I'll be that little chameleon for whatever the the person that I'm with expects or wants or any of that. And so now coming out, looking back, it's like, all right, I can't do that again. And how am I going to be whole in myself so that my partner is just another whole person. No, like you complete me bullshit. Are we allowed to swear in here? Yeah. Oh, it's encouraged. Oh, great. Fuck yeah. Great. Um, so none of the, you complete me story, but more of, I'm actually really complete on my own. I can do basically everything that I need on my own. You're just bringing something else to the table to make this a even cooler party. Mm -hmm. Compliment. Yeah. But you already have, you're very, uh, you're very, you have a career, fo- you're career focused. Um, you have, do you have children? No. Okay. Do you want to have children? I'm neutral on it. I okay. have an amazing niece and nephew and my sister and brother-in-law let me like jump in anytime, anywhere that I want to and then go home. Right. It's okay. kind of an amazing balance. So I'm a little, I'm cautious about that. Like I acknowledge how phenomenal my life is right now. I don't know that I need kids for that. But you said oh, it already, great. like you kind of have this chameleon mentality when you are in a relationship. Don't don't you fear that happening again? Even if you start knowing, you know, that you're you have your individual goals, you have your individual uh, personality, but then you get involved with someone else, and then all of a sudden you're like, hey, I love country music yeah, or whatever. Dude, that's where my crazy comes in. <laughs> okay, <laughs> What's, what fear. do you mean by crazy? So that's the fear of like, what if I, what if I lose my focus on my business because. I'm so I'm having so much fun supporting his business yeah. and what if I, you know, trip and fall over myself again or what if I fall head over heels for a narcissist which I've been known to do and I've been working so hard at being my own person and having my own voice and what if I fall flat, flat on my face? Yeah. Maybe then I'll pick myself up and figure it out again, right? Like I also work with so many clients and the energy work that I do and figuring out like okay, where's that belief that's keeping you stuck that all men are narcissists or all men are going to swallow you or all men expect you to sort of Mm -hmm. be in an apron in the kitchen, which none of them really expected me to do. That was my story that I was supposed Mm -hmm. to be that thing. And so now that I've pulled that out and reprogrammed it with, no, my partner 
wants to like lift me up and put a spotlight on me, just like I'm going to do that to him. And I think that what's happening now and why I'm having so many like, not necessarily failures, but not so great dates is that I see it quickly. Oh, you can, you can spot it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I see either there's no connection and I'm actually trying to make this work. And so that means it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And so I'm out or like, I just, I spot the red flags, hopefully a little bit easier. Well, you know what you don't want and what you want a yeah, little more because you've been there. I've been told very clearly that I, my expectations are very high and I'm As just unwilling be. to settle. Yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. But that's but that to me is why I think there's like a contradiction because you don't want to settle, but you really want marriage. But in a lot of ways, marriage is a compromise. Right. Because you I are going to what you're asking to do or what you want to do is still have your individual goals and aspirations. But then you want someone to compliment yours who doesn't have his own aspirations because there's going right. to be a conflict at some point, you know? Right. There's got to be again to, to, to like make my point. The what I what I find is a lot of women will say, oh, I want a guy who like is there for me all the time. But I also want him to be very successful, ambitious. Well, there's a contradiction yeah, there. Because if someone's very ambitious, they're goal oriented or they have like this career that they're pursuing or this passion, you're going to fall by the wayside. Right. But maybe they also have the communication skills to talk that shit through. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Where it's like, babe, I know you want me to be at that show that you're in on Friday night. I actually have this huge event that I'm working at, so I can't be there, but let's powwow afterwards and I want to hear all about it. Yeah. She has a lot of solutions to well, some of these questions. It sounds great. And I'm, I'm just playing devil's advocate here because uh, I've been in that situation where uh, I've, I've been in a relationship that was really healthy. But at the time I had started this uh, new career as a comedian and they're like, oh, this sounds so cool. Like, I want to be there for you and all that. But then like when plans get canceled, that that becomes an issue because I mm -hmm. always say, hey, if I get a show, we're not going to dinner tonight. Yeah, the show comes first. And uh, at first yeah. it's it's all fun and dandy, but then it hits the wall. Yeah. And uh, that happened in, in one of my relationships where it's like, we, I have to do this. And that was like, fuck you. That's yeah. the end. So that's why I find it interesting that um, you, you seem very ambitious and you have a lot of stuff going on in your life with the meditation and energy work. And it's going to be, what is the ideal? Who do you, what do you see as the ideal man in terms of, um, what he brings to the table, whether it's his career or what do you know won't work, I guess. Well, one thing that I've known doesn't work for me is when I don't have enough alone time, I die. Yeah. I like shrivel and I turn into this raging bitch and it's not cute. So the fact that someone is busy or has his own kids or has a life of his own mm -hmm. to me is exciting. Yeah. Right. It's like, great. The pressure's off. You're not going to suck the life out of me. And you're not expecting me to sort of drop my whole world to make it part of your world. Right. So that's all good for me. The piece about being there and being supportive and understanding each other, I think it's just a mutual respect, mm -hmm. right? Like any friendship or any relationship that you're in, whether we call it marriage or just relationship, if there's no mutual respect, you're fucked. Mm -hmm. So if someone respects what I do and honors what I do, like the work that I do is important and is amazing and I'm helping people change their lives. So if someone's like, yeah, but... It'd be great if you made me lunch. It's like, suck a dick, dude. <laughs> like, that's not going to happen. Right? And I'm okay yeah. with that. And then you're not my guy and that's cool. Right. Move on. I think the key is also, I'm not necessarily, uh, I'm just checking myself as I say this out loud. I don't think I'm afraid of getting hurt again. 
Like I know that if I, I know nothing is perfect and I know there are going to be fights and there's going to be flaws and there's going to be challenge. And if it doesn't work, I've had enough shit go down in my life where I've picked myself up and put the pieces back together again that I, I'll do it again. I think one of the things is that uh, she, she believes, you believe that there's somebody out there that will honor what you do and respect you for who you are. And Paul, you don't believe there's anybody out there that can, that can I like adjust. that you moderated this. You're like, on this side, we have I, no, turned into like You really, no, I mean, because you're like, yeah. you find it fascinating that, that she, you know, has hope for the fact that she can find someone who is already complete where you, you, because based on your experience. Yeah. But she, you haven't yet met somebody who fulfills that. No. And you still have hope and you have none. Well. I'm just saying. <laughs> you are so I, I do have hope. I, I think I, I'm tra- just playing I mean, devil's advocate. Yeah. Right. But I think that, um, I think that what ends up happening in my experience is you either have to lower your expectations, which I don't think anyone should ever do, right. or you just have to reevaluate uh, the importance of marriage. And that's what I've done uh, in my years sure. of being single um, and finding a partner. Because I, I do find I, I am against marriage for this show, uh, for this show to work and for my <laughs> branding on fucking comedy. But... Um, but also, I do have relationships that are meaningful and they're great. Um, but I also like alone time, and I also like to. Uh, I, I'm very passionate about my career and uh, ambitious and whatnot, and people find that attractive to a point, right? And I think that's where the struggle is for what I p- picture for you, because you are you have this ambition, and but you also have this side of you that needs uh, companionship. So here's what I'll say. One is it's taken me a minute to redefine marriage and what that needs to look like. And so it's not going to look the way it did for my grandma and grandpa. And it's probably right. not going to look the way it did for my parents. And I'm good with that because I tried fitting myself into that mold and it didn't work for me at all. It didn't feel good. I was, I, I was miserable, right? Like there was a moment in my marriage where a friend turned to me and was like, you're miserable. I was like, no, I'm not. It's good. It's good. It's all fine. Look, I have this great life. And he's like, okay, but I know you and you're fucking miserable. Yeah. Wow. And it like took a while for me to acknowledge that I was. And the idea of staying in a marriage that was fine, it was perfectly fine. The word fine, <laughs> like, is just. It's already settling. Right. It's so miserable. Yeah. And my ex even said to me, like, Lizzie, we're fine. We're so much better than so many other couples we know. And I was like, that's not enough yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, we're great friends and we're great companions. And I think you're a good person. I'm out. Yeah. Like this fine thing is not okay. So I think it's about redefining what marriage has to look like and defining for that couple, for like me and whoever it's going to be, what it is that works for us, what's important to us. Because I can tell you side-by-side condos would not have been okay for my grandma <laughs> or my mom or a lot of they friends had separate that separate beds back then. Way back then. <laughs> on, on TV. Are, you, are, your, are your parents still together? My mom got, my parents got divorced when I was really little. I was one and a half. And my mom, my stepdad moved in when I was three. Okay. And they're still together. They're so still yeah. together. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and, and you, hmm. My okay. grandparents, it's also their second marriage. My grandma married him when she was 40. So I like. Oh, I see. Kind of have hope your... that when I'm 40, like that'll be my year. So what, <laughs> on these dates where you go, you've used the apps, you said? Yeah. Are you like on the first time, like in your head, you've already figured out this isn't going to work or, or what? Well. Yes. So usually when do I sit down. you meet them or do you talk to them for a while before you waste your time? I meet them. I give every, <laughs> I try to give everyone a chance of like, let's sit down unless like they say something stupid yeah. while we're texting, then I don't waste my time. But I try to sit down and meet everyone face to face. So I'm also an intuitive and I read energy, which 
makes things easier for me and uh, can sometimes be intimidating. Yeah. But if I'm sitting across from someone and I'm like, this is not, it's not going to work. I'm not going to spend your time on like three or four dates. Right. Right. What do you do? You just get up or you say, no, I like finish my soda water with lime and (laughs) let the night slowly come to a roll. Oh, you let it Mm -hmm. die out. You don't say, are we done? Yeah. And they're always nice people. So it's always nice conversation and it's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Right. It's It's just fine. fine. And I'm like, yep. Please don't, well, you don't want to waste me. your time. Yeah, yeah. No. Is it exhausting to, to uh, be an intuitive to sort of absorb that energy or do you have, do you manage that? I manage it. Yeah. Yeah. It was in the beginning. I didn't really know what was going on, but like to have the, like the protection and to shake it off and to clear and all that. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It can be exhausting, especially in the city. I would, what, I would imagine. What are, have you had some interesting dating experiences from the apps at all? Yeah. I've had some where like I thought it was going really well. You know, third date is awesome. Fourth date, he shows up and it's like we've been married for like 10 years and he there's zero effort. He's like totally checked out, kind of on his phone and then thinks he's going to come over and stay the night. And I'm like, no, you still got to put in the effort. Yeah. Yeah. So that kind of thing has always been weird. So I, I had this challenge for myself and I've worked with a bunch of clients and single women and started teaching single women how to max out their own pleasure in their own body. So I started teaching this, this class called Getting PG-13? Your Groove. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. This is full on. This X. is where you should learn something. <laughs> no, yeah. let's hear. So I had all these experiences with men hooking up with men and kind of being like, wait, wait, they think that's okay. They think this is like what we want and they think they're good at it and they think this is pleasurable for me. And why don't we, why don't they know? A, at this age, why don't they know? Why are you looking at me when you say that? No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> she looked at me too. Just Because so you know. I'm looking over here and she's like, yep, yep, yep. yep. <laughs> <laughs> and so after a few of those moments, I was talking to other girls and clients about it and they were like, you should teach a class. And I was like, you know what? I should teach a class. And the, fr- the class has to start with women knowing what women want mm-hmm. for our own bodies and being able to say the word pussy and knowing how to get yourself off in many different ways and knowing where all your different orgasms are. And, and so I taught this class that was so much fun. And then I had this fantasy of like, I got to teach a class for men. Yeah. I was just going to say. It's like sex ed for adults. Yes. And the part that freaks me out, and this is like my own fear that I have to get over is, am I going to get pigeonholed into like that girl who taught the class on how to eat pussy or like, you know, like, (laughs) I don't know. I don't know that I'm ready to jump And is that a bad thing? I don't know. Probably not. And it's probably just where I'm supposed to go. But anyway, teaching this class, it was shocking to me to find out, hear these horror stories from women of like. What goes on? You know, the oh, first know. time you're having sex with someone, it's going to be a little clunky and awkward and there's a learning curve. But there are also like tried and true things that people should know about. Basics. Right. The basics. And a lot of people out there don't know. And it's okay that they don't know, but who do they ask and what do they do? and Where do they go? And who wants to Google that? You know, it's well, like weird. Yeah. yeah. The problem, I think, for men, uh, especially younger generations, is they watch so much porn. Totally. Oh. Totally, I, and I'm I'm guilty of it too. I watch a lot of porn, but like I can separate the difference between right. okay, you can't do that right. on a first date, and there's, uh, there is some porn you can find that I mean, it's like women you, oriented, or or it says like there's it's like sensual or yeah. you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, there are the there are women friendly porn that I actually was. But w- it should watch with the, with a woman. It doesn't necessarily be called women friendly, though. But no, it do- unfortunately it does. I know. I'm just saying. You you a lot of the- men want to see like twelve dildos and anal and like there's a dick in her ear right. in order to get off because they're so desensitized. <laughs> they're, the yep. most most porn. If you go to the basic porn 
apps that are geared towards men. And it's not oh, fair no, to no women. Doubt, no yeah. doubt. I know women watch porn. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that like there are you have to almost find the woman friendly ones because there's some that are just like oh, I know. women are not getting off on shit on their face or come on their face or yeah, whatever. I get that. But um, <laughs> but I'm just saying. But I also I think you're right though. A lot of it is you know uh, men learning from porn, and it's also mm-hmm. women not being confident to be vocal or because what I have a bit about this about how women are like oh I guess this is happening. Yeah. You know, the only time we speak up is when we're like, wrong hole. You know, right. that's, <laughs> that's the only time. That's not the one I do for corporate, Paul. Yeah, I got I it. I kept that off of the uh, private gig that we did. Yeah. <laughs> but I also think a lot of the issue, and men will always say, yeah, but every woman's different. Like, yes, we are. And mm-hmm. there are some very basic steps you can take to find out what a woman likes and what she doesn't. And I think from the women's perspective, we don't want to hurt someone's feelings, right? right? We're so cautious of like, well, I don't want to give too much feedback because then you're going to think everything you're doing is wrong and you're going to get like, nothing I do for you is right and everything is wrong. And I don't think so. I think guys, at least speaking for, I like getting feedback. Like I always mm-hmm. ask a lot of questions because I'm like, I don't know you that well, especially the first time. Right. But the to me, the challenge is A, finding the words to say it in a way that's uh, positive feedback, that right? Feel of like, good. Yeah. that feels amazing. If you could just move your hand outside of there and stop <laughs> doing it all together, it would be Opposite great. direction. Or, yeah. Right, right. Like, how do you say it where the guy's not going to get totally fumbled and like start getting insecure in his head about it? And to kind of say like, bring something to the table. Like the other part of it is I'm waiting to see maybe you know something that I don't and you're going to show me some move that's going to feel amazing and I don't want to stop you from doing that. Right, yeah. so there's this. But I like think at dance. some point you've seen all the moves. <laughs> it's not like Seinfeld, <laughs> right? I mean, no, it depends. It depends. Uh, but on if what you're a woman over to, like, thirty, rock my world. Right? Yeah, I don't think there's going to be any world rocking after thirty. You've seen it. All. Oh, I do. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Sure. Good to know. Yeah, even when yeah. you're with somebody for a while, you're like, oh, what have you been? Yeah. What have you been reading? What have you yeah. watched? Yeah, yeah, no, I did. I was, I was like, is he going through my browser history? What's <laughs> happening? <laughs> God, if someone goes through my browser history, they're going to get a wrong impression. Um, so what um, are you are you trying to trying to see where we can go from this? Have you have you you should teach you should teach that class to men, by mm-hmm. the way. I don't think you're going to get uh, anything but positive reviews and women are going to appreciate it more. So I've, if someone is interested in taking the women's class, it's called Get Into Your Groove and you've got to email me because it's not just up for public consumption yeah. and then I'll send you the link for it. What, one what about time. the men's one? Hold on, what's the name of the women's it's class? It's called Get Into Your Groove. Okay. And it's just on my website, which is lizziecutler.com. Okay. You got to email me for it. And it's four online classes. So what I discovered was that nobody wants to sit in a room and talk about it or hear about it or be live when they're talking about it, especially oh, if a woman yeah. is shy about her body and has never even like looked at herself up close and personal. She doesn't want to have 10 other women who are like, oh, when I jerk, you know, yeah, no, you don't want to hear about it. <laughs> what mm. about like a YouTube editorial, a tutorial for men to be like how to. Well, so that's what I wanted to do is just I one online, like an hour long. Here's Make what we public. don't want. Help Here's everybody. what we do want. And, you know. And don't read the comments afterwards. That's right. what you got. <laughs> that's right. the key. Right. <laughs> so I'm, what, what I'm, if, I'm trying to visualize this too. If it, <laughs> I mean, no, I think there's a ways to do it. So we'll talk it. later. Of course you would. Fuck yeah. <laughs> I always want to get better. Um, what what are the have you had any other other than the on, online apps? Have you been dating through like other ways? Like you said, people are setting you up. Yeah, I'm always up for a setup, which has um, it's been it's been fun, and it's also been like unbelievable to see. 
you know, and someone's like, I have a great guy. You're going to love him. He's amazing. And I show up and I'm like, what the fuck do you think of me? Yeah. Gosh, it's everyone a feels that issue, way. Yeah. Everyone feels that really? way. Really? Oh, yeah. No, you're not it's alone. Comments oh on our gosh. podcast. Yeah. It just means that people don't know how to read their friends. Or, right. Yeah. Right. Or it's because, well, you're 39. And so I don't have that many friends that are 39 and are single. But oh, here's one. Yeah. Here's one. It's going to be a great match because he's also 39 and single. Mm. And so it'll be fine. Um, I try to get at least a picture. So I, because from the intuitive gifts that I'm so lucky to have, I can read from a picture. So if I get someone's picture, I can usually see if like this is going to be okay or not. And then I'll usually, even if I think it's not going to be okay, I'm like, but you never know and you should go and just give it a shot. And so I'll still go. And then I get there and I'm like, fuck. Nine out of ten. I was right. Fuck. To me, like the biggest thing dating uh, at this age in our lives is I don't want to waste anyone's time or have my time wasted. So I, and I get, and and people say this about my approach is I just talk to them a lot. I like to talk on the phone. Oh, that's good. Cause I'm like, I'm not going to spend half an hour just being like, how the fuck do I get out of this? Cause I, early on I did that and we've talked about it on the podcast where you're like, how do I get out of this? Like, and cause I can't, I'm not good at like ending uh, a bad date. No, and I'll know, I was actually recently out with someone, and he was like, you'd make a great mom, you're such a great girl, you're so great, do you want kids, I have kids, and I'm going on this trip and that trip, and I can bring someone here, and I can do this, and and he was the nicest guy, and I was like, wow, why am I feeling nothing? Oh, wow. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Right? And then a few days later, he emailed and was like, I'm sure that that didn't work for you, and that's okay, and think you're great and it was like a nice get out of jail free yeah kind of thing and I actually really respected him for doing that and like I have the struggle of I would love to be friends with a lot of these people but I envision me reaching out and being like hey not really interested in an intimate relationship but would love a friendship and in my mind they're going to write back and be like I have enough friends right well, no you should do you should do it I think um or they'll but the downside is they'll think it's like oh this is like a friends with benefits yeah situation. exactly if oh, you're yeah. not physically attracted to them you gotta make that clear how do you say that though I you're right mm. I, I don't know I've got I've been friend zoned so many times after like, oh. a couple dates so I, don't know. I also really don't like the dating thing where like after three dates or even four dates it's like you gotta give something up sexually <laughs> third date rule yeah that's a rule yeah and like <sighs> I don't fucking know you mm-hmm. I don't want your penis inside me yet right like Hand jobs. <laughs> I don't want to see your penis yet. It's not well, time. Well, you have to see it after three because what if it's like a weird penis? Then you're like, oh, you're stuck with this. You're like, I really like. It. What if you spent all this time and then you have no physical chemistry? I think it's an important That's part true, of but relationship. But wouldn't you know, like, if you feel it when you kiss somebody, is it a good kiss? Mm-hmm. No. I, I don't do know. You think? I, no, I, I, I think a good kissers in, for, in general, I think have worked out fine physically. Yeah, I think you know. I've also never had the, ex- maybe this is just lucky and I haven't seen all that many, but I've never like <laughs> started hooking up with someone and be like, yikes, what Weird the hell penis. happened there? Yeah, no. Huh? Have I you? I know, I never, that, that was never a deal breaker for me. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I haven't seen a lot of penises. So I, don't I really. mean, I, I, I don't watch that much porn to know either and I'm assuming they're not putting those penises on videos in porn no there's some weird ones really there? yeah what's weird about it guy, though? I don't know there's well, all kinds we've also circumcised to, and uncircumcised okay well covered. we've also talked to women who like have preference well, there's, there was one woman who talked a lot about girth and what she needed girth yeah, yeah. that's important buy a toy right, right. I mean right. if he's Lilo. not gonna like meet you there mm-hmm. I agree yeah yeah I think I think well for me um I think uh third date there is a we talked about it on on WGN actually and Dr. Duffy like the third date typically by then 
you've gone out with the person enough and you're like, okay, well, let's see if there's a physical connection. I don't know um, if kissing is the way. Because I, I have gone out with people where I have such a strong connection with them um, personally, but then physically we have no chemistry whatsoever. On the flip side, there's people who you have really good physical chemistry with, but you cannot stand yeah. being with. And it's it's a, it's a something you have to do. But let me ask, if you don't have the physical chemistry on that first time hooking up, when it's only been three dates and you don't really know someone that well, for women, most of what turns us on sexually is happening in our brain. Right. So if I don't know you that well, I'm nervous. I'm like feeling insecure about all of us being there. It's too much. I don't feel safe yet. Right. So like maybe the first hookup wouldn't be that much of a vibe, but get me to like our sixth time having sex and I can actually open up and trust that you're a safe person to open up to. And it's going to be a whole different thing. Right. Right. And I don't know that after three dates, we've spent that much time together where it's like, yeah, I'm totally safe and comfortable opening up and showing you all that I can do. You know, like my body's not really going to let me go there. I have to, I have to agree. And I know that, you know, a lot of men have that, you know, it's it's time, but if they can't respect that, then the rest of it's kind of moot. Yeah. No, there's stuff. I'm not saying that. Like, uh, I, I do think that. Yeah, a lot of guys are like, well, you know, third date, you got to put out or whatever. But the sec, the the flip side of that is also um, making sure there's a physical connection. And 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 of course, the first time is always going to be goofy and, yeah. and, and weird. But um, after a few times, you know if there's going to be physical chemistry. And if right. there's I not, think, you're like, fuck. I think sometimes I that first time is so bad because yeah. it's rushed. That then it's like that's now true we're too. Done. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right. That was so awkward. There's no recovering from that, and now we're just not going to talk. Especially anymore, when a lot right? of alcohol is involved too. Yeah, it's always messy and bad. Yeah, yeah. Especially for men, if there's way too much alcohol involved. <laughs> right. You know who I'm talking about? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, well, that's that's interesting. Have, um, well, shit, we're out of time. Uh, <laughs> you wanted to know more. Yeah, I want to come back. So this good. Is yes. fun. Yeah, we'll have you come back for sure. Okay, good. Lizzie, and you should please, please, next time you come back, please have at least a five minute tutorial to explain to dudes. Okay, uh, how, like how myself, to help her get her groove on. How yeah. to okay. how to eat pussy and all that stuff that yeah. you said because I'm really trying hard to learn. Okay. Uh, <laughs> My mom's going to be listening to this episode. I, that's all I keep thinking about when we're talking about this. Is I don't know that I can actually post it on Facebook. You can't. Just block your mom. Just um, tell my mom. Don't listen. Don't listen. Uh, or we, listen with pride. <laughs> or maybe she has something to learn, too. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, it's just... it's just You only said pussy a few times. And plus, everyone needs to learn to say pussy. Hold on. <clears throat> pussy. Yeah. All right, girl. We all said it now. We're all fine. Um, it's funny, though. You can't... I have a joke where... Uh, I, I use the word pussy in a different setting and then people say it's dirty. I'm like, actually, the way I'm using it, I'm calling myself a pussy. <laughs> no, and I hate that. But I, uh, mm-hmm. you hate what? When, when, men, when we use pussy, pussy as a derogatory term. Mm-hmm. Well, it's if you look at the meaning, it's from the pussy willow. That's, that's really when how it started when people were oh, called really? a pussy. Yes. I, I always bring that people, page on it's, my phone. It's, it's not how people understand it. And pussy, like I've being called argument. a pussy should be the best compliment ever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Like you create life. I've been take a pounding. all my life, yeah. <laughs> Pretty tough. <laughs> Lizzie, That's a Betty White joke, by the way. I don't mean to steal that from her. <laughs> uh, and Adam Burke has an amazing joke about uh, about orgasm and pounding pussy, but uh, that's a, it's really funny. You guys should check him out. I wish he was on the podcast, but he's not single. Lizzie, where can, uh, where can people find out more about your classes and you and uh, your energy work? You can find me at lizziecutler.com. No E in Lizzie, L-I-Z-Z-I cutler.com and uh 
feel free to email me with any questions or anything that's going on. Thank you so much for you guys. being on the podcast, Lizzie. And thank you, Patty. Thank you. This keeping was fun. Us in line. I, I want to go were, watch out the video. You Thanks had to be here back, for Patty. this episode. Oh, gosh, yeah. That was See, good. Anyone who you, doesn't is wrong. You huh? were the moderator here. Yeah. So you came know. into the point counterpoint. It's when it turned <laughs> into a debate. Hope, no hope. It's all good. <laughs> I don't say don't say that. You always say I that. I say hopeless. You have you just you need to. I am the most positive and silver lining person. You know, except when it comes to relationships. No, I just I think anyway. <laughs> Next we'll have time. a separate episode. <laughs> uh, thank you all for listening. Again, please uh, review us. And, and, and if this one doesn't make you subscribe to our podcast, something's wrong with you. <laughs>